Welcome to episode 32 of Tandem with the Random, an open format podcast featuring interviews with interesting people doing interesting things. This is your host, Brian Kelly. Make Music Philly, um, as with all the Make Music Days, are citywide. So this festival spreading all the way up through the Northeast, down through Center City, all the way down into South Philly, out as far as you can get, West Philly, um, to the waterfront. So as long as it's part Philadelphia, it can be part of the festival is one big um, difference. And the other, the other difference is it's all free. That was Natalie Diener, coordinator of Make Music Philly, a campaign led by Philadelphia Public Radio Station, WXPN, to bring 300 free music events all over Philly on June 21st, 2014. Last year's inaugural event saw 150 free live music shows. So in order to double the number of performances this year, Make Music Philly has set up a Kickstarter campaign that is looking to raise $20,000 by just after 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, April 11, 2014. That's this coming Friday. As I record this on Saturday, April 5th, the Make Music Philly Kickstarter campaign has collected just shy of $2,000 in pledges, so it still needs your help to reach its goal. We'll hear the full interview with Natalie Diener in just a bit. First, it's time for a few random thoughts. First, for any faithful listeners who have been following my exploits while training for the Broad Street Run in Philly next month, the Atlantic City Triathlon in September, and the Trenton Half Marathon in November, I've finally posted a new update to my personal blog, which you can get to by clicking on the link in the show notes. In summary, though, thanks to a recent uptick in my workload, my training time has been reduced by quite a bit, but I'm hoping to get back into a more regular routine later this month. Next, I want to update everyone on some happenings with a couple of guests featured on previous episodes of the podcast. Back in March 2011, the fourth episode of Tandem with the Random featured an interview with Brian Siriaco, a co-founder of Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey-based East Coast Beer Company, which at that time had just introduced its flagship brew, Beach House Classic American Pilsner. Since then, the company has released Beach House Kickback Ale, Beach House Cruiser IPA, and the seasonal Beach House Winter Rental Black Lager. While the company's office is located in Point Pleasant Beach, the upstart had been contract brewing its beers in upstate New York as it waited for the right opportunity to bring everything under one roof back at the Jersey Shore. That has now happened. Last month, the beach town of Belmar, New Jersey, gave East Coast Beer Company final site plan approval on a facility that would house the company's offices and microbrewery, allowing East Coast Beer Company to brew 10 times more beer than it currently does. It will be taking over the landmark Friedman's Bakery building after that business closed up shop earlier this year. And it will be renovated in a modern way that still retains a look that fits in with the Jersey Shore town. East Coast Beer Company is being very aggressive with the project timeline and hopes the new brewery will be operational by late summer of this year. I also want to catch everyone up on Greg Taylor of the Toronto-based Decodering Theatre podcast. Greg appeared on Tandem with the Random back in January 2013. Well, Canada's Space Channel recently featured Greg and the gang on its Inner Space show to talk about Decodering Theatre's flagship audio drama, The Red Panda Adventures, as well as the more recent Red Panda pulp novels and comic books, which were amazingly and deservedly well-received by critics and fans, when they were released digitally last year through Monkey Brain Comics. I've been listening to the Red Panda Adventures since late 2006, the year after Decoder Ring Theater launched. 
and Greg Taylor was actually a guest on the Technology and the Arts podcast I do with John Lamazny back in 2007. So I'm so happy to see Decodering Theater still going strong and getting so much great publicity, as well as positive critical and audience response. Congratulations, Greg Taylor and Decodering Theater. The show notes contain links about East Coast Beer Company and Decodering Theater, and I've even embedded the video of the Innerspace feature that was done on Decodering Theater right there in the post. After this short musical break, we'll hear Natalie Diener talk about this year's Make Music Philly event. Stay tuned. Listening to the Tandem with the Random podcast at tandemwiththerandom.com. Joining me on Tandem with the Random is Natalie Diener, coordinator of Make Music Philly, a campaign led by Philadelphia Public Radio Station WXPN to bring 300 free music events all over Philly on June 21st, 2014. And you can help them achieve this goal by donating to the Make Music Philly Kickstarter campaign by this coming Friday afternoon, April 11th. Natalie, thank you for your time, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So um, this is the second year of Make Music Philly, but the origin of Make Music Day goes back to France in 1982. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Uh, it started in 1982, the, the country of France and their, their minister of culture, um, started La Fête de la Musique, or World Music Day, as it's become known, on the summer solstice, and it's since spread worldwide. Now we have somewhere between four and 500 cities worldwide participating each year. Wow. So how did Make Music Philly come together last year for its inaugural run? Well, as you mentioned, um, WXPN was was critical. Uh, Roger LeMay, who's the general manager, got wind of, of World Music Day from NPR, and they asked him, why isn't this happening in Philadelphia? It's such a great music city. And Roger said, well, because nobody's, nobody's carrying the banner. Nobody's decided to do it. So he kind of became appointed as uh, <laughs> the person who should who should get the ball rolling. So um, make music Philly, as, as with... All the Make Music cities, you know, they're all run a little bit differently, some by organization, some by committee. And so even though WXPN is, is sort of the, the lead organizer, the people who brought this to the city, it's now developing into a committee-run kind of festival. And, um, and so last year we just got it started. Excellent. So what differentiates Make Music Philly or Make Music Day events from a typical music festival? Well, um, music festivals are, are often separated um, into specific areas. You know, it's a music festival down on the waterfront, or it's a music festival in, you know, Clark Park. It's one area of the city. Make Music Philly, um, as with all the Make Music Days, are citywide. So this festival is spreading all the way up through the Northeast, down through Center City, all the way down into South Philly, out as far as you can get West Philly, um, to the waterfront. So as long as it's part Philadelphia, it can be part of the festival, which is one big um, difference. And then the other, the other difference is it's all free. Um, the performances are free to the public, so anybody can either stumble upon a performance that's happening out in front of their favorite coffee shop, or um, we are 
obviously publicizing all of the events on our website and in the pullout section of the Metro that we'll have um, so people can hop from one to the other, but it's all free all day to the public. So in addition to doubling the number of free music shows this year, I saw in the press release there's also a, a concert plan at Penn's Landing to close things out. Is that still in the works? That is still in the works. I don't have too many details about that yet, but, um, you know, we last year there was a kickoff event sort of at 8 a.m. over by 30th Street Station, and and then the events happened all day, but there was no sort of, let's call it grand finale. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to this Penn's Landing event to be a nice bookmark to end the day. So what would you say to anyone who may be on the fence about donating to the Kickstarter campaign to convince them why backing Make Music Philly is a worthy cause? Sure. Um, Make Music Philly, when it when it launched last year, you know, as with any first-year festival, there was a lot of excitement and press and, you know, people jumping on board because they wanted to get in on the ground floor. So we're suffering a little bit from sort of a second-year uh, slump in in terms of getting the word out. You know, it's very difficult to to combat that. So the, the biggest thing that we're hoping to achieve with this Kickstarter campaign is um, to be able to use the money towards additional outreach and media buys so that we can get the word out. You know, it's an ambitious goal to say we're going to have 300 performances this year when we had 150 last year because it's going to require getting the word out to you know, all four corners of the city, and the easiest way to do that is is through reaching the media in all in all of those areas. So we're hoping we'll be able to use the Kickstarter funds for that. Okay. Now, what's interesting, and I guess this will be my final question, that with this event, you're not only looking for artist submissions, you're looking for venues as well, so venues can get involved. So how, how can you... Uh, how can a, a venue in Philly uh, or an artist in Philly uh, try to get involved with Make Music Philly? This sure. Year? Well, it, it couldn't be easier. The website, which is makemusicphilly.org, has um, a matchmaking component to it, sort of like an OKCupid dating site for venues and artists. And signing up is, is no different than signing up for any other online profile um, where you put in your contact information and a little bit about yourself, whether you're a venue or an artist. And, and then, you know, are able to search through the database. So if you're a venue and you want to bring an artist to the venue for Make Music Philly, you create an account and then you search through the artist and vice versa if you're an artist looking for a venue. So it's, it's no more difficult to sign up for Make Music Philly than it is to sign up for, you know, a Facebook account um, or an OkCupid account or anything like that. So very simple and you know we're again we're shooting for a high number so the more the merrier (laughs) excellent okay well once again my guest has been natalie diener coordinator of the make music philly campaign and you can learn more about make music philly and get to its kickstarter page by clicking on the links in the show notes natalie thank you once again for your time it was a pleasure having you on the podcast thank you very much Thanks again to Natalie Diener for being a guest on the podcast. To find out more about Make Music Philly or anything else I talked about in this episode, be sure to click on the links in the show notes on the website. And remember, to stay up to date with the podcast, please keep an eye on tandemwiththerandom.com, follow us on Twitter at TWTR Podcast, like Tandem with the Random on Facebook, 
or join Tandem with the Randoms Google Plus Circle for the latest information and show updates. Until next time, this is Brian Kelly. Take care. and views expressed by the host of Tandem with the Random are not necessarily shared by guests of the program. Conversely, the thoughts and views expressed by guests of the podcast are not necessarily shared by the host. For more information and show notes for the podcast you have just heard, please visit Tandem with the Random on the web at tandemwiththerandom.com.